Hello and welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games. And this podcast is our audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and we talk about the progress of our game, which is Dungeons of the Obelisk, a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined today by our Animancer, Giver of Movement, Nykadir. Hello. This episode might be a little weird. I said this last time too, but uh, it's been a little while since I've we've done a podcast with just me and you, Nyka. It's been... Yeah, no, it's been a bit. <laughs> we used to do it all the time at the beginning of the project. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think back at the start of the project, it was like just, I think the majority of like everyone's focus was just working on this, and it was like really exciting. I've gotten so busy this year, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't had, I was just looking at some of the statements and stuff, and we haven't really worked on any art or animation since like July. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been kind of crazy. You know, it hasn't really been like, I think you were on a couple episodes with me and TJ talking about like some of the updates and stuff, but there hasn't really been like any art or animation updates since we've been focusing mostly on like the server stuff and the chat and that kind of those multiplayer aspects of it. Actually, I don't know if you noticed, but we do have a little bit of art and um, some upcoming animation for you to work on. Yeah, I I was noticing uh, Ben's Ben's artwork in the uh, in the chat earlier. That's looking really good, and it's exciting to think <laughs> about think about how to make that come to life already. <laughs> it's gonna be our reward cosmetic items for people who get in the test realm and help us uh, look for bugs before the game launches. So there's like a banner, uh, a pennant, I guess, that, that has a bug on it. And then uh, it, it's always funny because like me and Ben talked about like a bug squashing hammer. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I kind of had in mind it was going to be like a mallet or something, you know, maybe like Donkey Kong style or something. Yeah. I, I didn't really I never really said what it should be. I just kind of let him go. And he made this like super awesome, like brutal looking uh like black hammer with like an eye on it for squashing bugs and like some bugs flying around it so it turned out really cool <laughs> for real like i was i was thinking like it really reminds me of uh the monster hunter games where you really a lot of your equipment ends up being like crafted out the monsters you hunt and like the banner and all that looks like it's made out of this big like like parts of like this beetle or something and so it's just like he made a bug out of the hammer and it's it's insane i love it <laughs> yeah let me go look yeah the uh you know what the the rod or whatever you would call it that holds the pennant it looks like a bug's leg oh my yeah no yeah now that you <laughs> i didn't that, even but... notice that until you said yeah i was mostly looking at the hammer itself but you're right that uh, I love his art so much. It's so good. I mean, that's that's honestly part of the fun of working on this project is just getting to animate his art. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah, I was thinking like like all the the game stuff and everything that TJ works on and stuff, that's all like super cool, the gameplay and, and everything. But I think like seeing Ben's art and then you making it move is like my favorite part of like the project <laughs> and 
it's wild for me because that's like it's it's a lot of fun for me uh, doing the animation. I'm sure Ben really enjoys making the art because he he definitely seems to put a lot of his uh, talent into it. But but like for me, it's always wild then seeing like TJ and you kind of get together and then you're working on it and then I come back to the game like maybe three or four weeks after the last time I've logged in and just all these gameplay systems are working and everything's moving and all these animations are playing together it's it's really impressive seeing it come together I know I, I always say that <laughs> yeah the podcast ends up being us like talking about how good it is so far a lot of times but <laughs> but uh yeah, I wasn't gonna say at the beginning when when I was starting, but like I wanted, I really wanted this episode to be our like Christmas spectacular and maybe have like everybody on on the episode. Yeah, but it just didn't work out. Everybody was, you know, had some stuff going on, which holiday times that oh, that yeah. kind of happens. So so it's just me and you, which is which is fine. But I think it can still be a holiday spectacular. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking like we could just talk about like some of the, you know, looking back now, because it has been two and a half years yeah. since we started this project, which is insane to say. I can't I can't believe it's gone this long and isn't released yet. But uh, I guess that's how it goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it's like I've seen a few like small studios that seem to be about our size and I notice they usually release games like every two or three years it usually seems so I feel like we're like not off track or anything but it, I guess it's definitely become more of a like a more ambitious project than I I guess I realized it would ever turn into and not in a bad way <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the same. Like when I started, I was thinking like, oh, well, this will take like a year. It'll take like a little, you know, this amount of money and stuff. Now I have like a loan out and I've emptied my savings and we're still about to run out of money before it launches. <laughs> that, that part's like a bit crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I can do to keep us going and actually get this game launched, you know. But right now we're looking at like, you know, I hate to throw out dates and stuff, but I'm thinking the test realm, January or February, um, the last thing that we really need to get the test realm open is our license agreement so that we are legally allowed to be a game and yeah. have people playing it and our privacy policy, another like legal thing. So I actually sent the lawyer an email today so I think we're going to schedule that sometime like early January to have that, you know, have him look at everything and uh, and, and draft that up for us. Wow, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, once we have that, then it's just a matter of like figuring out and we'll do this probably before then, but we got to figure out how Steam lets us run the test realm because like obviously Steam has like alphas and stuff that you can do like uh yeah. what do they call that early access and stuff yeah but we don't really we want like the step before early access like like just opening it to a few people and letting them bug test and stuff yeah so i think there's a way to do that on steam but me and tj haven't like figured it out yet yeah yeah you'd assume that's a thing i mean because i know we can already kind of jump into like the like dev version of the game and kind of pop around so you you imagine it wouldn't be too hard to do something similar for like like a select small group of people or something yeah like worst case we'll have to get people's emails and like add them yeah. manually like we did ourselves 
but I think there's a way to do it that is a little easier than that. So, so anyways, we have to look into that, but that's something that, that the listener can look forward to. You know, we haven't, I've been trying not to throw out dates, but I'm thinking like, first of all, if we don't have this test realm up in February and get this game launched, um, we're going to be out of, out of money to continue developing so it really needs to to get up there you know I'm all, I know I'm always kind of maybe mentioning the budget and stuff but that's something that I you know I guess that's my part of the project so oh yeah I mean that's that's kind of part of your your big job is like managing that stuff and figuring out how to make it work so that, that makes a lot of sense I was gonna say like back when we started I mean early on in dev I remember you saying maybe we'll get this game done at the end of the year or we can get people testing at the end of the year and that was like the first year we start working on it so like it definitely like game, games take time I guess <laughs> I mean I've been learning that this year too just like trying to work on my own projects you, you say I'm gonna do this in a month and then it's like oh this game probably needed like three months at least <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I think it's just one of those things. I mean, remember in January, we had our stated Knobcat meeting and kind of discussed where we were at with everybody. And like, (laughs) we really thought like, you know, June it would be done. And here we are in December. Yeah, for real. I don't know. I mean, that's a whole discussion in its own. But like, it's like, you know, are you? You gotta ask, is it still an indie game? Would we, like, get a publisher? And then, like, would that take control away if you did stuff like that, you know? It's like, or, like, I don't know, some people do kickstarting. Yeah, I mean... I'm not sure what makes the most sense uh, for our project. (laughs) uh, I I don't know how to look for a publisher, so I'm not sure how that would even work. Yeah. Um, I mean, people, you have to learn somehow, I guess. So, so I could definitely try to look into that, but I don't think we're at that point yet. Like I really want the game to be controlled by us, you know, Yeah, no, like, for where real. we have creative control. Like I don't want somebody being like, Oh yeah, Ben can't, you know, someone else telling Ben what to draw, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you know, or telling me what to design or, no, or for whatever, real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want somebody saying like, Oh, you have to have more microtransactions or something like that. Like, cause you know, that's what would happen if someone gives us money, they're just going to want. Oh, for sure. And I know that's like, exactly what we said we're setting out to like avoid so i figure that's probably not a direction we'd want to go but just like throwing out ideas (laughs) and the other the other problem and i know me and you have talked about this before i think but just for the listener i guess the reason that i don't want to do a kickstarter is if you do a kickstarter you have to be a hundred percent confident going in that you are going to kickstart like in the first week of that kickstarter and well the thing about it is we don't have that many fans yet so like we would do a kickstarter and each of them gives us you know even if everybody gave us a hundred bucks it wouldn't be enough you know from everybody in the discord and and they're not gonna they're not gonna give us that much so it's like to do the kickstarter you have to have promotion so I might as well like get our game launched and then just promote the game instead of trying to promote a Kickstarter that nobody I think people are kickstartered out too. That for sure, I think so too. <laughs> um You know, maybe if this was like 
10 years ago or something when Kickstarter first started, people would be like, oh, the art for this game looks cool. Maybe I'll kickstart it. But like now, like there's been so many games that have like taken people's money and not released and that kind of stuff that people are really like leery of Kickstarter nowadays, too. Well, and it's 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 a situation where even like I feel like all that I see really get kickstarted anymore is like, uh, you know, like the big, big indie titles or big like titles by like proven devs who like have shown they can get stuff out and even then you kind of have to be leery because like (laughs) um i'm one of like kind of an embarrassing confession but i was one of the people who backed uh mighty number nine if you remember that game oh yeah (laughs) and it it released and you know i guess they released what they promised but just it was it needed some quality control it needed some play testing it just it just kind of wasn't a great product and yeah so you gotta wonder like but for every one of those like i know the castlevania dev released uh, a game called bloodstained a while back and i hear that's pretty that's actually pretty good so like he can put out a decent game because he knows what he's doing but you gotta you know you really gotta gotta do your research and think about it before you commit to something like that so i think you're right i think people are more cautious yeah i mean i backed yog ventures so oh yeah oh my i forgot about yog ventures <laughs> it didn't really uh that didn't work out very well for them uh, i think we can make it work without having to do that we're, we're close enough to the end to the finish line that i think we can we're going to be able to get over it and and start getting income from the real game and and that'll be ideal (laughs) for some for an indie like us that doesn't have like a name or anything else behind it to like get people's attention um i think it's a lot easier to promote and say hey play this game that's already out than it is to be like hey here's we're trying to build hype for a game that's not out yet so remember to play it when it comes out you know for real yeah <laughs> so so that's why we haven't been hitting too hard Brittany has a lot of stuff ready to go once we're live then she has like our email campaign and stuff like that that we're gonna send out and hopefully get some people looking at it and and of course we'll have like a wish list on steam for a little while because you have to uh you have to put up a release date and it has to be at least two weeks ahead of your launch so i've heard that yeah yeah so we'll probably do like a month or so and have it up there for people to wish list and hopefully it gets discovered that way i forget what game it was but there was there was some game on steam that like released not long ago and i remember hearing them announce like oh it's coming out tomorrow and everybody was saying okay well the steam listing just popped up so you have they're gonna have to wait two weeks at least (laughs) (laughs) and then sure enough the next day they were like oh hey we gotta announce a delay um (laughs) the game will release in two weeks forgot to read stuff yeah (laughs) just like oh geez (laughs) yeah that would be a bummer we definitely I definitely know about that stuff. I've we've got all I've got everything in Steam ready to go. The trailer's uploaded. The only thing that we haven't done is put the release date and then obviously finish the game. <laughs> so Oh yeah, and I mean like right now it's like I know we're gonna probably wanna add more content, but it's wild that you can kinda just play like a whole game already with what's here. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's only 10 dungeon levels, so there's going to be more eventually. Hopefully, I keep saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we want to add more. You know, the goal is 100 dungeon levels in my mind. And then who knows what will happen beyond that point. Sure. That's like easily five years from now if everything goes as planned. Yeah, the way it works is once you beat level 10, the breach opens. Hopefully that's not a spoiler to anyone. We've talked about that a bunch, but the breach opens at level 10 and then um, and then it's, it's a little more difficult than level 10. So you kind of have to farm level 10 to be able to beat the breach. And then once the breach is open, you start at normal and then you can go hard superior master and titan difficulties in the breach so it's nice. a little hard to explain i think like i don't know if it makes sense it makes sense to me but you know your dungeons are level one through ten and then the breach is level ten but it has a difficulty modifier so you still get level ten gear in the breach but the difficulty is like essentially level 50 at titan that makes sense wow that's <laughs> sounds intense yeah i can i can beat it with my character <laughs> nice at first we thought it was like gonna be impossible and then like i've been playing this character i'm paragon 221 and i can beat titan so it's not as difficult as it would seem right on in fact it maybe needs to be more difficult <laughs> <laughs> what, what would come after titan difficulty I don't know. That's something we could add down the line if we want to add an even more difficult breach. Yeah, like, but, my mind starts going off into either, like, you could call it, like, diamond tier or, like, god tier or, like, cursed tier or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, cursed is good. <laughs> god god tier is good, too, because um, that is the next, like, level of items that I want to add eventually you know right now legendary and set items are like the top but eventually there'll be like godly items and stuff i guess what is another word like mystic or mythical or something like that yeah a lot of people use like mythic as uh is that level or ancient yeah i guess i see ancient a lot too <laughs> we kind of have like a uh, i don't know a little bit of a theme going with like some gods and stuff that you know will become more prevalent as we go but so godly tier makes sense to me for sure obviously it doesn't make sense to have like godly items at level 10 so yeah <laughs> they're gonna take a little bit to get in there i'm sure that's like a bit closer to like in-game kind of gear than what we have now for sure yeah I'm trying to think of what else might be new since you've checked it out yeah, I know we have the bulletin board and we have like the chat. That stuff's all working. It was really cool seeing you like run around in town earlier. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be cool to get everybody on and get like a screenshot of all of us in town and stuff. Right, like have the whole dev team just kind of like pose for a in-game selfie. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Honestly, that would probably be pretty fitting considering this has been like mostly like, I mean, entirely a remote production, so... <laughs> like you see teams like posed together in an office or something but like oh yeah i guess yeah none of us have ever even met in real life so it's it's been kind of wild like i've been uh i've applied to a few like indie graphic or like not indie uh remote like graphic design jobs and even a few like 
video game adjacent things recently. And they'll ask, like, oh, what experience do you have with remote, if any? And what was your experience like? And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, no, that's what I've been doing for the last two years. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah, highly qualified. It's always weird when they're like, what are some of the difficulties you faced? I'm like, I kind of had a great team. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's been surprisingly, like, we've got, yeah, we've got a pretty good team for the most part. I know, like, a few people have, like, come and gone, but, like, we've all worked together pretty well throughout. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the team that we have now, everybody is, like, excellent, like, at what they do. It's so, it's so cool just, like, seeing everybody doing their stuff. (laughs) Seriously, like, before we got this game together, I kept thinking, like, I have all these creative friends, and, like, it would be so easy to see any number of us just, like, put our heads together and something cool come out of it, so it's really cool to see, like, that happening between, like, you and me and Ben and TJ and Brittany. (laughs) Like, even with Brittany's stuff, I've been kind of, like, taking notes on, like, how to market a game because I've only ever done it based on, like, reverse engineering what other people do and she obviously knows that scene a lot more than i do so it's been cool to watch that stuff as it comes out yeah absolutely yeah her social media posts and stuff are so good seriously this is like crazy this is like professional this is i can't believe that this is <laughs> this is the project that i'm working on <laughs> and like like but, uh, my title is like Animancer, which sounds very like mystical and like arcane but then i think of like what tj does and i'm like that might as well be black magic to me it's so impressive (laughs) yeah he's our digital alchemist so yeah no it's a fitting title like the programming side of things has always been really impressive and like i definitely want to get into that more but like i have a bachelor's in graphic design so i'm definitely more visually oriented yeah some of the stuff like i mean one of the reasons that tj's uh resume jumped out at me at the time was because he had a game on steam already oh wow it was a part of his like school project or with a with a couple other people so that was cool like he he knew how to to do that but uh this really is like his first like really big project and he's like done such an amazing job of like taking what what was started and and making it better and and building on it and then the other thing is he wasn't a full stack or programmer oh wow yeah like he wasn't a full stack programmer he just did like the you know what they call i can never remember what they're it's back end and front end right so he was a front end you know like game maker basically is what he wanted to do and then i kind of forced him into the the back end like server stuff and it's kind of crazy like how well he has jumped onto that stuff and figured it out because i don't think i could have you know i certainly couldn't have not without going to school or something yeah that that is impressive i didn't realize he didn't have like as much back-end experience because he just really seemed to jump right into it yeah uh, we had a good um springboard from what josh did you know he started the server stuff and had kind of a plan laid out oh yeah and so that really helped but even even so <laughs> it's still still a big job to jump into 
Oh, for real, like, I remember Josh being awesome, but, like, I know we had only just kind of got s started with the back-end stuff when, when I guess he decided he couldn't continue with it, so. Yeah. Sure, there's been a lot for TJ to to build on. <laughs> yeah, that's really the main reason why it took so much longer. Um, I should have had a back-end person at the very beginning, but... The way everybody kind of made it seem like was you did the front end stuff and then you did the back end stuff. So like by the time we got the, you know, got Josh as our back end guy to start on stuff, it was like, oh, we should have had him here this whole time. Yeah. Or, you know, had TJ working on that stuff from the beginning too or something like that. But um, that's really the only like thing I would say was like a mistake that we've made i feel like during the during the development i think everything else really went rather smoothly at least so far like i was i was kind of talking about this before the podcast but like you see so many productions that you know can go infinitely worse than this with like more budget or bigger teams and everything so like for like a first project for our team like as as relatively few hiccups as we've had has been really impressive it's taken a little longer than we planned but yeah i'm curious to see how people will break the game once it goes live and they start testing it for real but i feel like the game play from the beginning has been so fun and like the items and stuff that we made and all that like it just really came together from my design yeah. so well you know not to like brag or whatever but it just felt like the time that I put into the initial design was well worth it yeah I think that has carried us this far without having as many like issues as we did like I, I think it helped that you had like a really solid just like here's what I want to make it's like it's this sort of game as opposed to that sort of game and <laughs> you know, you had a very clear, like, this is kind of what it needs to be to get off the ground kind of plan. But it also, you've also had, like, a lot of uh, good humor and I would say just, like, a good sense of personality and, like, the writing and stuff, which really helps when you have, like, a good art team on, on it as well, not to brag too much about me and Ben, but, <laughs> like, that's one reason I think it all comes together so well, is everyone working on it, obviously, is having a really good time. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm playing the game on the other monitor as we talk, <laughs> you know, and it's like I never get tired of like hopping on here and, and running some dungeons and stuff. And I, I think that's really going to I think people are really going to enjoy that. Yeah, I, I honestly I love uh, optimizing my builds. And I, I say that because I've been kind of auto running in the background and I'm realizing I'm going to need to again. But like i'm kind of looking forward to it like i love that stuff like i like watching how how battles play out and thinking okay well if like i'm taking more damage than i'm putting out let's like balance that stat out or <laughs> yeah i really like how the stats have played out and like the main one i'm worried about is karma and like how that translates down the road like with different builds and stuff but it can always be balanced. There's so many different ways to like tweak everything that that I think will be okay, even if people like break it in testing or whatever. Me and TJ had talked about the one bow, yeah, uh, the legendary bow that uses a little bit of your dexterity as your to boost your damage. And I actually got on and tested that with like a zero strength build, <laughs> and and just using your like dexterity and that bow. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, it wasn't broken. It, it worked like how I thought. So I, that was a really good, um, maybe somebody else can try to break it too. Um, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't overly powerful. So nice. I mean, it's always such a relief when like an idea you have just kind of works or seemingly like works like right away. <laughs> a lot of it is like math too. Like I kind of did a lot of math to try and figure out where stuff should be. And I was off on some stuff. So like we had to tweak things a little bit, but you know, it was designed in a way that we could tweak everything so makes sense see, see i would have to really work on my math skills too for designing like a big game like this that's i i like to stick the games that are more like mechanic focused and even then i think knowing more math would probably help because <laughs> you know games are math but it's never been my yeah everything is math when you think about it i mean for sure <laughs> And, and nothing <laughs> makes sense to me, so it also tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Bad at math, nothing makes sense. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of stumble through life. It, it works out. I don't know. I definitely need to optimize my build because I just got, like, KO'd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should talk about. Oh, yeah, one more thing. The one thing I wanted to talk about and then uh, we'll probably end the show. I've been thinking about like, I don't know if anybody actually looks at this podcast on Bandcamp, but I actually have it laid out as seasons on Bandcamp. So this is technically the fourth season. Oh, wow. And they've kind of broken up um, based on like the years and like halfway through the year and stuff. So I feel like this is time to end the season of the podcast maybe and then start a new season. Not that anything's really different, but I want to start a new season maybe like when the game actually goes live. Because I think maybe people are probably getting tired of us just talking about like, oh, it's coming soon and this is really fun, you know. So I'm kind of thinking that maybe we'll, we'll take a break if we need to. Um, in January from the podcast and when the podcast comes back it'll be like here's what you can play <laughs> you know test realm is open here's what people are finding out this is the bugs that kind of stuff more more so than just uh talking about like development and and stuff that makes sense yeah <laughs> more like game updates at that point yeah, I've been excited since since the beginning for this podcast to kind of morph into like uh, here's the game updates and here's like what you can play, you know, and maybe we like, you know, add a zone or something. And then we talk about like our builds, farming it or something like that. Like, yeah, basically, I just want people to be able to play the game. And, and I think that it'll be fun talking about the game once people are playing it. The podcast will make more sense to everybody and, and stuff like that, which I appreciate everybody that's listening now, which is nuts that anybody's listening. Yeah, for real. Like, I mean, it always seems like we have more listeners than you'd expect for sure since, I mean, since it's been going, but I know we talked about that recently. Yeah. If the numbers are accurate, like, dang. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely grown since, since the initial beginning of it so that's that's pretty exciting and i think i'm gonna wrap it up everybody that is listening we really appreciate your interest in our game if you're listening for the first time somehow and and you're not in our discord the discord server is the place to be for our updates that's where we're gonna open up to testers and things soon 
And you can find that by going to knobcat.com. There's also a bunch of other interesting stuff on that site that you can check out. We also have our uh, social media, Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Dungeons Obelisk. And I also have my Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash starrambler. And that's where I stream like play testing and, and new builds and stuff. And if you're listening to this and there's a place where you can leave a review, that would really help us out. It would help new people find the game and, and, and everything. So I know you can leave reviews in Spotify and uh, iTunes and some of the other podcast platforms as well. So we'd really appreciate that. And I th- think that's everything. We'll see you sometime in the new year. (laughs) Yeah. Bye. Bye.